Welcome to an HBO podcast from the HBO Late Night series, Real Time with Bill Maher. All right, we're here on uh, the Internet, so we're going to read some cards from the people. But first, what, what, what happened? You, you said something and they're mad at you? I know this feeling. What, <laughs> what'd you, what was the thing you said about the Saudis? You were making a joke and it went too far. We're sorry. Is that yeah, where we're this at? This is what the producer said. Oh. He said we're getting blowback on Twitter or something. Okay. Okay. Well, well I mean, I, I uh, saw your face when I said it. I didn't even realize that yeah, I had it's said just, it. You know. I had 12 cups of coffee. I regret saying it. Okay, there you go. I mean, you know, it's like everyone's too, everyone's too, 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 you know? I mean, it's a live show. <laughs> you don't really want to see the president dismembered by the Saudis. You would... <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, you know, I don't like Donald Trump either, but yeah. yes, we, you know, I had I, Kathy I Griffin on, and I said, no, I don't... Jail well, is fine. Yes, <laughs> I said we should forgive Kathy Griffin, but I don't endorse what she yeah. said either, or did, you know, it was yeah. not the right thing, and yeah, no matter who the president... Right, who, no, okay, but no matter who... No matter who the president yeah. is, we do not want physical harm. No, exactly. I did not mean that, and, you didn't and I regret saying it. Right. I regret that everyone misinterpreted it. Yes. They misinterpret everything. Right. <laughs> Why should they stop with me? I, I really think you should be on Twitter. They should be on Twitter. I'm very happy I'm not on Twitter. This is... I never said the Beatles were greater than God or they were better <laughs> than him as a thing or whatever it is, and yeah. now it's all this. Okay. Uh, James Kirchick, do you think the way Mayor Pete speaks about religion, God, and morality will have any on the religious right rethinking their support of Trump? <laughs> no. I think it's incredible that the first real serious gay presidential candidate has this totally bourgeois domestic life, happily married, um, very kind of, you know, normal, if we can use that term, and is a religious guy who quotes scripture, and he's running against a heterosexual president who's been married three times, is a pagan... Is a pagan. Yeah. Pagan. You don't hear. You don't hear. That's worse than what you said. Yeah. Uh, You don't hear that word very often. Do me a favor. But you know, he's a heathen. I don't know about a pagan. Yeah. He means a druid or something. No, he he worships money. He He worships worships idols. He worships himself. Oh. I thought it was a new word for having sex with a porn star. (laughs) But it's and he's. But it's. That's the name of a porn star. Yeah. Pagan. But it's. But Trump is the one that the evangelical Christians support. In yeah. spite of all of that, and here you have this guy who's, you know, he's gay, and that's his fault, I guess, right? It's like everything else, he's totally by the book. But see, I think this goes back to the debate about abortion. I think that what's happening with the evangelical right is they have an attitude towards women and empo- the issues about women's empowerment. They have an attitude about uh, racism and other issues. And his strongest group of support in the country is evangelicals. How do you explain that? Abortion. Other, he's he's other abortion. It's the long game. He's delivering. It's exactly, he, and, and yeah. he's delivering on, on being anti-choice. That is what they. That is the bargain they make. He's, it's I, not about religion. He's it's Cyrus. about keeping women he, and other is, people down. This connects to Saudi Arabia and Iran, where Let's theocracy is. <laughs> theocracy turns religion into power, and yeah. that is the. This aspect of the Republican Party is a theocratic party that would enshrine religion as a power that would take away rights from uh, and individuals. And people to displace, right? I mean, in other words, people who don't have health care or the farmers who are getting screwed by the tariffs. But, it, but it's a bigger noble cause, right, in that, in that way. And so there's also, you know, you're part of this grand, this grand narrative. But the really corrupting thing is power becomes their end. Yeah. yeah. I mean, exactly. not, you know, you get the feeling when they start rewriting the rules after a Democrat wins the governorship of Wisconsin that 
the norms are all gone because power is the is the, the end. end, and so it justifies anything. And you don't feel that there's a higher morality that they're in pursuit of when they're passing these abortion laws. It is a power move that's saying we control the legislature, so we will control you. And it, mm -hmm. it, okay, yeah, uh, Fran, what are your thoughts on the New York Times story about Trump losing over a billion dollars in, in one decade? <laughs> I think he was the biggest loser. They said of all the taxpayers in that ten. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. At least one or two of the years. Mr. Brilliant businessman, what do you think of that? You mean, am I surprised to hear that? No, but... <laughs> not surprised. To hear that. No. I mean, no one. Trump lost New York City. New York City. Nine to one. Mm. Right. Nine to one. Because it's a place where people most knew him. Okay? Well, and that is why. And so, you know, every no one in New York even thought he was a realist. Democratic. I mean, any Republican will lose. Not nine to one. Not nine no. to one, no. yes. I mean, no, the Upper East Side, which often votes for Republicans for, um, you know, right, the presidency, because right. they don't want to pay taxes or they want right. to pay even less than no taxes, um, vote for Hillary Clinton. Okay, because no one in New York, no one who can make enough money to afford to live in New York City and pay the taxes there is stupid enough to vote for Donald Trump. It's like Bill de Blasio. <laughs> Bill de Blasio running for president. 76% of New Yorkers don't want him to run. <laughs> what of his own constituents don't want him to run. Anything no. that gets him out of New York. What, what, <laughs> yeah. what, uh, we had Bill on. I like Bill. What, what, what goes through a guy's mind when there's 22 people in the race? I think they're and thinking you, there's a. He, I think Bill de Blasio is literally thinking there's a mayor of South Bend, Indiana who's doing really well, and I represent a place that is like 20 times, 300 times as large, and have to make bigger decisions. I think the size of the crowd is actually making more and more people. It think. seems like there's seven or eight potential realistic presidential candidates. Mm -hmm. There's maybe 15 who are running to get a TV show or a radio show or a book deal. And then there's Beto O'Rourke, who's like having a midlife crisis and no, inflicting it upon all of us. That's not fair. And we're, it's playing out on live television that's every day fair. across Better the country. Why do you say that? That's interesting that you... Beto? I'm just asking why you put it that I mean, way. he just reminds me of these guys I went to school with who, like, smoked right. a lot of dope and like, pretended to do the reading. Oh, come on. Right. I mean, I... I he, 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 not, he, not, nothing against those guys. No, they are some of my closest friends, but they shouldn't be running for president. Here's the thing. I like Beto, too. But I did tear him a new asshole for all the apologizing. He, That's yeah, it's, it's silly. Just, it's it's just, silly. You know, if you keep saying sorry, you look like a sorry candidate. There you okay, go. the one thing I'd say is, if you're actually thinking about what Democrats have to do, this fact that Texas was a two and a half point race is an important issue. So whatever Democrat, whoever the he ran Democrat against is, Ted Cruz. No, Ted Cruz. He's <laughs> the most unlikable man yeah, in America. That is not true. Ted Cruz <laughs> has a higher support in Texas than John Cornyn does right now. He actually conservatives like him. We don't okay. understand it, but they like him. Okay. And I actually think if you're thinking about these things, having having candidate a candidate in Texas who does well, having a, a lot of candidates who a Latino candidate maybe brings more Latinos into the primary. Getting more and more people interested in the primary is actually a good thing. There's also a guy who should be in the race, yeah. but isn't. Yeah. Well, I mean, but Sherrod Brown. Yeah. yeah. I think Sherrod Brown Sherrod be Brown. the senator from Ohio. Yes, right? I know who he is. <laughs> who, well, why? What about him is so different than the other 23? He, first I mean, of all, he's like, a Amy, What am I getting from him that I don't get I'll from tell Amy, you what. Amy Klobuchar? Right. He doesn't throw staplers he at went, people. He won Ohio. He's a liberal Democrat <laughs> in like Ohio. Who wins in Ohio? Who speaks in Ohio? She wins in Minnesota. Ohio is a tougher state. Ohio's tough. Uh, okay. Yeah. And he's a good guy. He's interesting. I wish he'd run. <laughs> well, 
No, don't say that. <laughs> 24, Bill, 24. We're, we're, taking the, we're taking the sign up sheet down. Okay. If you, if you haven't signed up I, for, I the, for this, for the soccer team yet, when, I'm when sorry. You have to wait until next this semester. This is how Trump won the nomination. By there being I mean, so many Republicans. No, right. But candidates split the vote up. It's very different, yes. though. Yeah. Democrats are very focused. And one thing that is oh, so far good about oh, this stop. primary. Focus. No, no, no. You never say a bad word. You never say a bad word about any Democrat. No, can I say that I think it's very different. They need tough love. It's very yeah. different from 2016. Democrats actually don't want candidates ripping each other apart. They actually are trying to, they, they are time. negative. Give it time. No, I think that Joe Biden, the reason why he's doing well is because people want a safe candidate. They don't want it. He's saying he's right. not going to attack other Democrats. Democrats who've attacked other, other candidates have actually come down on the polls. That is a sign of a rational party that has identified Donald Trump well, we'll as... What is Bernie but doing? Wouldn't you say well, that Bernie's this not is a, a process of, like... In other words, we're trying to figure out what our message is. When last time we had one candidate in a certain way, and now we're, we have these disparate messages. And so if this no. process leads us... The Republicans had 16, no, and No, I, I understand won. that. I understand that. And, but and, I, and we had a lot of people running in 2008, yes, I, and then we had... was just saying, that, that, I yeah. think that's part of the problem. When you have so many people running for the nomination, what, what they're concentrating on now... Is, is not how to win the election. They're concentrating on how to separate themselves from these other people. What is my lane? Right. What can I do to make myself stand out? I mean, that's why Beto did his reboot. Right. Or that's why some of them, like, suddenly take a stand. Like, wow, I, I want to get every gun out of America because then I'll be that guy right. and, I'll, and right. I'll get the... Really, it's, it's going to be when people start dropping out of the race, will, the, will, will people join forces or will people be... I mean, it really depends how long people yeah, stay in the race. I will, actually or, will think... They join for, will they join forces? I think, actually, as you said earlier, the Democrats are super focused on electability, which means actually right. trying to make an argument about how you can win the general election... Not just but they look like clowns. When you when you have 20 people, <laughs> I mean, if you have a debate, they're going to have to have three nights. First, they were going to have two nights. Who's now? It's Coachella. We're, we're, we're like we're, we have to go every. Let it be Coachella. I know, but uh, yes, because that's a music festival. And this is just. But would you watch three nights of debates no. with nine people every night or something? How, how, the you time know, time I worry about this chasing electability because Democrats end up going for someone they think other people like, and it turns I out think... nobody likes the person they they should vote for the person they like, not the person who's supposedly going to win because no one knows who's. That, I agree that it's a long process. I agree that I think people demonstrate ability in okay. that long process. Fortune cookies for everybody. Thank you very much, everybody. Catch all new episodes of Real Time with Bill Maher every Friday night at 10, or watch them anytime on HBO On Demand. For more information, log on to HBO.com.